What up, what up, y'all? It's Mr. Al Pete, musician, hip-hop artist, DJ, actor, host, podcaster, motivator, and cousin's best friend. This is my personal podcast where I speak on different happenings with me, my thoughts, goals, struggles, triumphs, shoes, adidas, baby, music, Ty-Fi Rice, Twitter, whatever. You might get an appearance from good old Kip Monroe. <laughs> Mr. Peterson's Neighborhood, Clear Visions, to the top, y'all. What's happening? What's happening? Good people. It's Mr. Al Pete, Clear Visions Podcast. We have a recurring guest. Listen, we are, I'm already putting that in, in motion. So uh, introduce yourself, please. All right. What's up, everybody? This is Mo Noir, one half of Mo Noir. The other half is Gab. And um, I'm excited to be here. Indeed, indeed. I'm going to have to think of a name or something like correspondent or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> when the correspondent comes, get your, get your shit in order. What do you have that? What's that business? That, you know, when they have the business and finance contributor. Like, yeah. <laughs> business consultant or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we going to make you that. Yeah. So. Hey, man. Come on. Yeah. So how uh, how's everything been since we talked? It's been about, what, two weeks? Uh, how have things been? A lot of business. Um things coming up and making decisions about what direction I want to go you know it's a, it's very hard coming back into things that I've done before mm-hmm. because people have not changed <laughs> yes they are the same people the same people you know you think if you go away I've been out of the business for I stopped promoting in 2005 um, I stopped doing anything musically or anything after 2007 um, when my brother um, died here in Jacksonville. And I started back in business 2011 just with fashion. Mm-hmm. And thinking about expanding the brand, and I've been talking to people, these people have not changed. I'm thinking that hopefully, you know, we got YouTube uh, therapy and counseling and business one-on-one. I'm thinking somebody watched the video, but they ain't changed. They the same. So... Because they haven't changed, what do I do? I think that's probably much where I am now. What do I do? Do I really want to do this? Mm. Or or just be an, or handle it on my own? Because partnerships don't always work out because people are just not used to business. Yeah. <laughs> Two points before we go forward. Mm-hmm. Um, some personal points. Um, it, 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 I thought about it because I performed on Monday. Um, that was my first show since like January 20, 2020 mm-hmm. and I did an intro to my, one of my mixtapes Evelyn Flow 3 so my line I'm, I'm going to read it verbatim because I don't want to mess it up but I said um, where is it at? Uh, left the rap game alone came back when an associates left got a bachelor's and folks still doing old shit I would not be around this commotion this shit is beneath me boy I'm coasting word of T-Dot my nigga we got a variation of styles just like a peacock to the t-top i go so i wrote that line i remember writing that line and thinking like like literally i i remember stop like i didn't stop rapping but i just paused from it and went and got an associate's degree okay and then was like okay cool associate's degree kind of put me on a, a, a another level right then I was like, all right, get back in the rap thing, do it again. I'm like, people doing the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> Go back and get a bachelor's. 
Because I'm thinking like, all right, we need to have a media a, a media company of some form, a black media company. Yes. In Jacksonville mm-hmm. that can be that can be the next fader or the next complex. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, the next thing that I love outside of music is media okay. and the way that things communicate. Right. Which is funny because when you mentioned the communication part, I'm like, she's a- absolutely right. Yeah. Absolutely right. So I go back and get a bachelor's and then I come back and people are still <laughs> doing the same shit. Like, the same thing. And I'm just like, yeah. and then it make you think, like, should I be doing this or, or should I partner or should I just, like, start my own? Yeah. Or not do it at all and just, you know, be a yeah, deacon or why, whatever. Why hold back your greatness? Mind you, be great t-shirts are on sale. Um, hold back your greatness because of other people. Your right. your greatness shouldn't be contingent upon what people do because people would be drawn to your light. Mm-hmm. If you believe in if you believe in the Bible or any other universal law, your talent will make room for you. Yeah, for sure. You will draw people to you and it will be the right people. Mm-hmm. Right now we're operating trying to be supportive and be helpful, but like I posted or tagged you in, something that Diddy said was if you don't have money, you ain't got the power. The if you ain't got the power, yeah. you can't influence anything. So mm-hmm. all of their foundations are subsidiary to their business. Mm-hmm. So you got when got your bachelor's? Let's make this media company and be great. And then the people that are supposed to align themselves with you will align themselves with your mm-hmm. greatness. Don't hold back from the world. And I, I, I'm speaking to you while speaking to myself. Yeah, for sure. Because it's a lot of greatness in me when it comes to showing the upper echelon of promotion and business and and music where you could actually compete mm-hmm. with markets mm-hmm. if we elevate it. Mm-hmm. But we're so complacent because we're worried about losing dollars or nobody's going to come, but we're not subject to the dollars and cents because it's going to come and go anyway. Mm-hmm. And that brings me to my point. Dreams need funds. People talking about, oh, they don't want to work no more. Rap going to be 100% of your game. Baby, you need a job. Mm. <laughs> Yo, I, I listened to an interview with uh, uh, Emotional Oranges, the, the lady that's a part of Emotional Oranges, mm. and she was saying that she... I, I want to say that she said that she still got a job. Like, yeah. still got a job as a boss. I'm like, and, and Emotional Oranges is a is a very big upcoming R&B group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, and she was like, yeah, I, I did this show, and it was like thousands of people at it. But then when I got finished, I went back to the bar. Dreams me fun. drinks. And I was like, and this is in California. Yeah. Was, I was just like, wow. I don't know. I don't know what these people, what, what, what lie you were sold or told, but Dreams Need Funds. You got to have residual income coming in because look at what happened with the pandemic all the artists were mm-hmm. strapped mm-hmm. dried completely <laughs> your whole life they're advocating they're getting um people sign up petitions trying to get ppp loans or whatever it may be because they weren't prepared for things to happen mm-hmm. coming to your um show is a luxury and if i gotta cut off something i'm not coming to your show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then what do you do Right. What is your what is your um h- how do you bring in income? Because I know like I think I saw an interview. I I want to say don't quote me wrong, but I think it's Lil Durk. One of these rappers has a fleet of track the trailers. One of these new rappers. I want to say it's Lil Durk, mm. but he receives business advice from this um financial analyst. This is a white guy, mm-hmm. and um 
Are they all look alike with that blonde hair. I don't know what his name is. But one of them, I said, he said, if this rap stuff don't work, I have a fleet of trucks rolling right now. Sure. There's a deficiency uh. in the truck industry right now because of how much uh, commerce is moving. Mm-hmm. He was like, I get income every day just from running my trucks. And he a millionaire, ain't he a millionaire, billionaire? He's selling the albums, ain't he? That's the well, one they got the, uh, I'm sorry, hold on. Uh, that's the one they got the show, right? Uh, the show on TV? The, it's like a, the day in the life of him. Look, it's Dirk. Uh, I think it's it's one of them blind hair. I'm rappers. sure that's him. Yeah, yeah, he had yeah. he's got residual income, and you have to have residual income. So yes, you you love your dream and your hopes and your and you're so great, baby. Mm. Mama, I got dreams, but <laughs> dreams don't keep the lights on. Well, and you know, also like uh, people laugh at um, what's his name, Soldier Boy. They laugh at. Um, you know, I don't think they're laughing at Master P anymore. But they, I think they do laugh at Master P because, like, I like watching his interviews and how he brings his rap snacks. He got ramen noodles now. He has, he said, everybody needs sugar. I mean, he's producing basic goods. Mm-hmm. And having you know, residual income. And getting residual Because he's like, at the end of the day, if these movies don't sell... If this music don't sell, mm-hmm. if my son don't <laughs> rap another line, you know, we're still going to. I think he's also right now developing a, a, a professional shoe uh, f- to to mm-hmm. be. He's got shoes. To he rival, just came out with ice cream. Mm-hmm. To just, rival with uh, Nike and stuff. Like he's trying to get in a certain type of lane. And the ice cream he just did. What he, the ice cream? Because his son said, "Well, Daddy, I thought you was ice cream man." He's selling ice cream now, which is like gluten, some, all this thing. And his kids Don't are the. Free. Jesus Christ. His kids. I something. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying if he's, if he's doing gluten free, that, them things going to be. Right, right, Because right. everybody, because everybody's on that right. gluten free thing. So he's, he's being very intentional with the, you know what I'm saying? With the and residual. And he's giving act. his kids while they're in college because they can't get money for, for playing basketball. He, he signed them. They get money from his ice cream. Think about, uh. Real quick, MJ. I think about uh, so. Shouts out to Flowers for the Culture Podcast. We recording that tonight, and I, the person that we're giving flowers to is Will Smith. And one of the videos that I'm going to be presenting on the show is uh, it was a video with him and Jada went to uh, Tyler Perry's uh, camp, the little, the 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 thing he the studio that he built. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know Will Smith got a name for it. Uh, he got one of his the sound stages his names, right? yeah. But in my mind, I'm thinking like it's been a, a couple of like movie people that's paying Tyler Perry. You know what I'm saying to use that facility. Right. So even if his movies don't do well, yeah, or do right. nothing else. He's still that's that's a heavy residual. Like mm-hmm. Paramount coming to him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And and why he went? Y'all talking about him wearing a dress? I I wouldn't care. He, he doesn't care. At this point, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care about the dress no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It, and his ice cream is lactose-free, dairy-free, all natural. It's going to sell out. It's selling out right <laughs> selling now. like crazy. Right. Well, and then also, and right before, right before COVID, um, maybe at the beginning of 20, 20, 2020, um, Soldier Boy did an interview on The Breakfast Club and they were like, "Well, what are you doing?" And he brought, he pulled out toilet tissue, he pulled out baking soda, he pulled out paper towels, and he was like, 
No, no, no. This was right when they announced it, right before people started taking it seriously. Yeah. I remember that interview because he said, and, they, and, and you know, Charlemagne and all them was laughing like, man, you, you silly. He said, uh, because people selling out, but I'm not. He was like, so you can find Soldier Boy. You know, it's, I mean, but he was like, I'm not going to be poor during this. He was like, people going to have to stay inside. They say the toilet paper is running out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got the, I got the plug. I'm the plug. Yeah. yeah you know, up. just, yeah. Mm. Good stuff. So, uh, so to segue into that, <laughs> you sent me a video. Yes. I wish I would have plugged it up, but nevertheless, I'm going to play it and, um, it was very interesting when you sent it to me. Yeah. I was just like, okay, like, this is, it's pretty weird. So she said to me that she's going to release it. Oh. I thought it was very heavy, to yeah. say the least. Now you got to tell them who it is, though, because it has Oh, weight. man, it's the Turn the Lights On guy. Turn the Lights Rico. On. Rico. Rico, 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 love, Rico, love. He looking like he already pissed. With you. I feel like she on the right track. Audience is growing, Spotify numbers are going up. But she feels like it's not happening fast enough for her. So she said to me that she's going to release a sexual artistic exhibition. And in other words, she wants to release a sex tape. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, why? And she feels like it's a beautiful expression and a way to get people to pay attention to me more. And it's hurtful because we've been working so hard. And I hurt for her. And I just, I feel like artists feel like they have to do so much, so many other things, instead of focusing on the gift and then focusing on the work. Mm. So she wants to release a sex tape, and I'm against that. Like, a sex tape. Let's do music. Let's put out the music. Mm. But what do you do in this situation when she feels like the people aren't here? You mean play a part too? It's up to you. Um, the lady's Tell name. Tell me what your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. It's uh, Mia Ariana, Ariane. Mm-hmm. That's her name. Mia, I don't know. Mia Ariane. Mia, Mia, sorry, Mia Ariane. So, my thoughts on what she's doing. What Rico said and what what she's in her response. What are your thoughts? And before I tell you my thoughts and why mm. I sent it to you and why we should be talking about this. Oh, you dumped a lot on me. Uh, <laughs> So Rico said it was hurtful to him as basically he's probably her producer or manager. Right, so yeah. It was hurtful because she wanted to do a sexual artistic expression. Right. And she he told her, let's just do the work. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on that part? I I had no problem with the with, with he, when he said that part, let's do the work. Um it seemed like it was a conversation or a thought or some type of gesture that he probably seen in her as to why 
she wants to do the sexual expressive work. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned it. He was like, the Spotify numbers is up. Stuff is growing or whatever. Let's just do the work. So um, it must have been something that he saw in her or mm-hmm. she mentioned something that yeah. made him think like, no, don't do that. Like, yeah. you don't have to do that right? for you to be this star or clout chasing or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think he was guarding her. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think we need more people like that because I'm sure somebody else would probably go to her and be like oh you fine or they look at her and be like yeah she's slim or whatever blah, 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 December 3rd she need to be on a, you know on a sex tape yeah let's look him her ass or, you yeah. know what I'm saying or let's you know Kim fi- Kardashian Kim Kardashian her yeah mm-hmm. like that thing so yeah, that's my that's my thoughts on that Um, as far as with her I I mean I hope that's not the case with her I hope that I hope that she don't feel like she has to do like a sexual expressive. Something she said to me was she's always wanted to do it. So my question at, would be if you always wanted to do it, why didn't you do it when you weren't your Spotify numbers weren't great and you had Rico Love as your manager? Why didn't you do it? That would be my my response to that. Yeah. I, like I said I, in the last interview, I am Socratic. I like to ask questions because I want to understand deeply how you feel. Yeah. You had a phone. You got OnlyFans. Why you didn't do it? Because you knew that would hurt your career. Mm-hmm. So don't try to uh, kind of put it back on him as if he's being, what is the word when people are um, sex, uh, sexist? sexist, yeah. By saying you wouldn't be having this problem if it was a man. What man got a sex tape out that's doing well? So that's what the, that's <laughs> what I was reading on the caption with Ball Alert. Ball Alert was like, um... The artist wants to release an artistic sexual uh, exhibition, exhibition or sex tape to express herself and her uh, f- feminine, femininity. He's against it. Do you think he would be this biased if she was a man? First of all, I hate the fact when people be saying that shit, man. I just, it is not about sexist uh, and it's not femininity because if it was about that, she would have already done it. Now you have a platform. Mm-hmm. Now you have a manager. Mm-hmm. Now you have numbers. Mm-hmm. Now you have followers. If it was art, then put the art out. Right, right. Well, right. I mean, that goes back to what he said: do the work. Like, I mean, but it, no, but, no, I'm but talking if, about the sexual art. If if this artistic expression was truly how you felt before you had tens of thousands of followers, oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Why didn't you put it, your artistic yeah. sexual expression out before you got Rico Love as your freaking manager and producer? Right, yeah. Because it's, it's a lot of tools. Like you said, OnlyFans. They got, they got great phones. Yeah. They record great. <laughs> you could have done this before you start being a singer. So I, mm-hmm. that's why I question your motive. Because nothing stopped you from expressing this artistic thing before. But now that your manager say, hey, 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 you know, I don't think that's a good look. You want to play into the fact of people's emotions because that's the time we in right mm-hmm. now. You want to use pride. You want to use sexist. You want to use harassment, femininity. Right. Uh, what is the word? when you um, Feminist as you're the reason why he's holding you back. No, he's trying to guard your musical career. So let's, 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 all right, so this whole like, because it's, it's obvious that women is running the world right now. I tell all my homies all the time, I'm like, listen, it's a lot of work that women have to do for sure. But at this state of mind right now, women can kind of go and make their own spaces with no problem. Yeah. They can they can they can they can dictate, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. what happens. Yes. They have the liberty to do that. And I was telling my homie one time, I said my I said I said my nigga, 
women been working very, very hard to get to this point. Mm-hmm. I said, literally, I remember in 2000. It, it was, this This been going on for years, fellas, that's listening to this. This been going on for years. I said, I remember in 2000, when the whole, like, Beyonce, Destiny's Child, that whole era, you know what I'm saying, let alone other things around it, you know what I'm saying, for a woman to be respected in this place. Now we're in 2020 and women are in this place. I'm like, grand, good, I love it. But it's some women out there that use that shit for advantage, you know what I'm saying? And I yes. don't like that shit at all. And yeah. I feel like that's what this is, because in my mind- Manipulation. I'm, right. So yeah. to t- to tag on what you to what you were saying, like before the numbers, before this is Rico Love. Yeah. This is, this is motherfucking uh, you know Usher, <laughs> produced for Usher and all these other yeah. guys. You know what I'm yeah. all these people. Mm-hmm. Like you get with Rico Love, you in there. Yeah. You 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 in there. So it's like and wow. for him to believe in you and for him, for him to be hurt to be hurt. He said hurt. He said he said this hurt. He's emotionally invested. So it's like why. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why she would like use that part and even with ball alert you know what I'm saying I try not because I know what ball alert is, is about I'm yeah. not trying to make it deep but Click my bait. thing is right so but but my thing is like I just I don't like the fact that they potentially uh, steered the, the, the conversation mm-hmm. to Rico right right and right. it's like he made it very clear in that in that video, like, mm-hmm. look, man, like we ain't gotta do all that, right? And, and that so that's the part that I'm that really sticks out to me. Well, and then you know, I think something that like Asia pointed out, like from the first from the first time she and I started working together, you know, she uh, the running joke between me and her is she'll say, "You want be you want to be a church girl today." Or you you want to be mm-hmm. you know trying, trying to get you, to it. right like she was like or or because because I would go back and forth but that was because I had my own personal battle because the way like those photos that I put out for my birthday that's really who I am if I could be naked like when I'm in my home studio I record naked I don't I, because I don't want constraints on me. So that is who I am as a mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. That is not me trying to be seductive or anything like. Now it is me embracing the fact that I can be right, and I am sensual. It's me embracing my body and saying, "Hey," at, but we have to discern. I think what he's discerning is this is cap. This is not, you know, this is <laughs> not cap. Yeah, I just learned that word. Um, but it was used correctly, so it's cool. Thank you. I learned it from Tristan Thompson. Thank you. Um, breaking up with the Kardashians. Um, so, with that being said, I'm just saying to the point of, I, and this is what I always say: you have the the feminine the the female movement mm-hmm. can can work for you or against you, mm-hmm. and. A lot of people use that to their advantage, you know. And she sounds young. She yeah. sounds very young. She sounds very inexperienced. She, looks very young. she sounds yeah. like you know her and her girlfriends. Like he ain't gonna tell you right. what to do, girl. He right. He, 
You know who you is. <laughs> Listen, I want to pee. I want to tell her when I when I work with artists and they like to be sexual beings. I'm I'm cool with that, but it's a way to do everything. Right. Yeah. It's a way to do everything. If you gonna be naked, we not doing that for free. Okay. Put that bitch behind, behind a paywall. Yeah, we need. You need to be selling. Um, the um, you know how you have to buy images, clip art. You need to be selling clip art. You need to be selling t-shirts mm-hmm. if they want to see your body. And then, don't give them everything. It should be in phases. You're talking about doing artistic exp- sexual sexual expression, which he said was a sex tape. Which means do you not only are they gonna see every part of you, they are gonna see every part of that um the person that you with. And the way she sounds, she want to give it away for free, mm-hmm. like. That's not art, okay? We have to call a spade what a spade is, mm-hmm. and that's not art. If it was about the art, it would have already been done because you have access to everything. And if even if you don't agree with what he had to say, don't you dare. Because if I was her, his, if it was the role and that was mine, I would cut the cord. I would cut the contract. I would not work with them anymore let me tell you why I wouldn't work with them anymore because the way that she said it Mm -hmm. the intonations in her voice and talking about clout chasing he never said that Mm -mm. he never said she was doing it to get more numbers he Mm -hmm. said the numbers are already going up I feel hurt and I don't think that you should do that because you don't have to you added that it was clout chasing which means that you number one you sensitive and you immature and it probably is cloud chaser. Well, because he didn't want him to tell. He didn't. She put the words in his mouth. And he didn't right, say right. But he did. But but he he prefaced his statement. I think where she got the cloud chasing was when he prefaced his statement by saying um, she feels like it's not moving fast enough. Yeah. And he was saying, "Hey, we're at a steady pace. Things are growing." Mm-hmm. And so then she throws out this, "I want to do this artistic expression hashtag sex tape." And he's like, so I think when he prefaced the way he did, yeah. she took it. She took it. Mm-hmm. That, but that just shows immaturity. Or being, or being offended, probably. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. much so. Yeah, 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 in the way. But I feel, I feel that she's immature in that space. I, w- if I was him, I would cut cut ties with it because it's gonna it's gonna balloon into more because that means she doesn't listen. Little baby, don't listen. And that's crazy that, that artists fall, you know what I'm saying, fall for stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. artists really feel like I need to do this drill beat and I got to rap over this. So I mm-hmm. got to I gotta do this direction so I can get more attention. But don't think about the, the consequences behind it. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have somebody there to, like, kind of guide you. Mm-hmm. I think that's the part that really kind of baffles me. Like, it's, it's you know, call it what it is. It's Rico Love, man. He's trying to get where he at, right? You, you know like, where's your? Because he's not, he's not at a place where I would think that he'd be. I mean, he's he he has a testimony. He's tried to put out music and put out albums or whatever, and it just don't click. But his his position is producing and and being on that lane. That's mm-hmm. where he makes the most noise at. But mm-hmm. for him to like step out and like do, you know, he probably has dreams of being an artist. Mm-hmm. And he he probably battles with that a lot. Saying that he felt like he need to do this or that. I mean, we don't know the backstory, but yeah, but right. I mean, but still, I'm just It's I, a human story. It's a human story. Yeah. So for her to be like 
Yeah. Well, and you know what? Just just a story that came to my mind was, um, you know, last year I had drinks with a producer and we were talking and, you know, and he was just like, man, I love your sound. I love, you know, your look. He was like, and you just, he said, you have a sound and that's very rare. We started, we were just talking and he said, you know, and if you, he said, and I'm just glad you're the way you are. Right. And I was like, oh, what does that mean? And he was like, you know, because if you really wanted to sell, um, if you really wanted to sell records, you would get bigger hair and probably, you know, have a be have, you know, do a photo shoot where you're half naked so that you would sell your body over the music. And he was like, and that would really push you. And so in the back of my head, I'm going, damn, I'm going to get that weave this week. And. <laughs> I just planned the photo shoot where I'm half naked for my birthday. So it was just like, and I was just like, wow, because that's the girl that I am. And yet uh, you're saying that. So so how do you know that? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. how did he know that's not who I really was? Mm -hmm. You know, and I just sat there and was like, oh. Because he didn't ask you what kind of artist you were. He just kind of went by, and this is what we talked about before. My and my can I be? Can I? Can when I tell some of my business? Yeah. Okay. Ahead, so in the beginning, because MJ didn't know exactly what type of artist she was, she did everything. She had a short fro, then she was blonde, then she was blonde with brown streaks, then she had purple hair, then she had blue hair, and we had to have a conversation like, <laughs> don't change another thing. <laughs> What is it that you want to do? What is your look? Okay. Stop changing because I don't know who you are. You look like this on this album cover, but when I see you in person, you're blonde. And then when I see you over here, you look like this. Nobody can define you or put you as an artist. When you you see pink, the artist pink, you know her hair going to be pink. You know she's going to have a mohawk and she's going to do something gymnastics because that is her zhuzh. Okay. When you see Lil' Kim, she's going to have on little clothes. It's going to be see-through. Um, she gonna have long weave and she gonna do her um, mob deep dance. That is the artist that she is. You have to have an image, a branding image. So when they see something, boom, they know that is who you are. That is that is MJ. If they don't see nothing but your silhouette, which I love when Low Bob took that picture of your silhouette, they know that is MJ. That is MJ. When you are so many different things, nobody can. When I'm looking for a new artist to listen to, like I'm so glad her got a new stylist because in the beginning I didn't know who her was. Mm. I just now that I see her, I'm like, I love it. I, mm. Her branding, her image, that is important. And this young girl tying into with Rico, you don't want your brand to be sexual because that is all you gonna get. Right. I can't then bring you into a teen club. Because she young, she the new hottest. Um, my just girl she like from Alabama. What is her name? Um, Dark, M- Millie. Yeah, Flo, Flo Millie. Flo, Flo Millie. Yeah. Flo Millie is young. She is beautiful. She is all right. You know, it's not my thing. But even though she beautiful, she stay in her lane. She not trying to be even a little something something take. Mm-hmm beautiful stand in a lane you can bring them into a teen party you can you know because the teens are the ones who are the biggest consumers 
they gonna download and ask for forgiveness later. Yeah. Once I get that bill, they're gonna be like, well, what did you order? They're gonna order that crap off the phone. Mm-hmm. Don't ruin your image trying to be something that you're not. If you look at what's the um, rap, the new rap girl, she was on Rap Game. Mulatto. Mulatto waited until she was 21. She did. From and then, yeah. Then, yeah. Then she got the boob job. Yeah. But she waited until she was an adult. Because from 16 to 21, how she got popularity and how people knew, she grew up with them. So them 16-year-olds are still buying her stuff at 21. Mm-hmm. She grew her audience with her. So they stayed with her until she's 21. And now she could be, quote, unquote, who she is. You know, but at 16, I can bring her into the club. At 18, I can bring her into a teen club because, you know, thinking from a managerial perspective, if you want to do it as art, that is your hobby. And that's what I asked the last time. Is this your hobby or are you trying to make money? Right, right. If you want to just do it as a hobby, baby, don't get Rico Love. Yeah. (laughs) I think another good example of that is like, to me personally, I I feel like J. Cole is one of those people because the people that he started off with, They was in college just like him. Mm-hmm. And now they got families just like him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and they grew with him. You know what I'm saying? And nothing really kind of paralleled more than what it was. I mean, he even speak on, like, his first, like, debut album. He felt like he was making, trying to make that hit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That Missy Elliott hit and mm-hmm. that, that, that type of song. And then when he took that freedom back or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It just liberate, liberated him and his staff mm-hmm. and his consumers, you know what I'm yep. saying? And he had that identification. Even now, that when he come out now, he still has that. And he's coming out with 21 Savage. Let me tell you, can I give y'all, I'm oh not a rap God. fan, but I love 21 Savage. I'm me, sorry. Hey, I'm, a, I'm sorry. He, I, he made me love 21 Savage. Him no, 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 no. But did you hear a 21 Savage album? Did yes. you hear the 21 Savage album goes hard? I'm yeah. like. Yeah. With, um, what's the produ- Metro Boomin? Yes. Like I'm not a gangster rap. I mean, I like old school rap, but that's that was when good. Savage. That's when and, good. And J Cole going on tour and with him, and, and he going with yes. Then I but, saw the thing. I'm like, nah, I ain't never wanted a, a rap t- a ticket. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but I want a rap ticket. Like if you get tickets, bro. Give me a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see 21. I want to be in there going 21, he 21, did, 21. He did good on Dreamville. Uh, when Dreamville had a f- uh, festival in like mm-hmm. 2019, he was, he, 21 Savage came out before him, mm-hmm. before J. Cole. And it, it was just, it, I, I didn't understand that dynamic until they did that song together. And I was yeah. like, they sound pretty good together. They, 21 has, for him to, I don't want to say ignorant, but for him not to be, in school and you know be so his metaphors similes his verbiage you know because i'm a teacher in the daytime mm-hmm. he go hard like i i i love 21 like yeah. and, and that is like a guilty pleasure people will probably never guess that because <laughs> i'm so straight laced because erica badu is my favorite art- artist hey. but 21 savage listen it's okay rick ross is like my fr- one of my favorites like i mean i guess that would be a guilty pleasure but Mm-hmm. I don't know. He made me want to get money. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, when he put, you saw the promotion that his, his thigh stop. Listen, what black hair person don't want no thigh? I'm sorry, because Trick has been selling <laughs> a leg and a thigh for years. The line on Tuesdays at churches be wrapped. wrapped. You understand? $1.99 for a thigh and a leg. We bent on thighs. Yo. <laughs> I want to go. He could have did breasts, you know. He could have did drumstick, but this nigga's doing thigh stops. Yeah. <laughs> you know black people love thighs? 
Give me two thighs. Y'all ain't got. Give me get two thighs. Give me two thighs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just I, I hope uh, Mia. Me, uh, you know, Ariana, who or whatever she is. I hope she under. I hope she studies that. That's why I feel like it's like studying is is so important when it comes to being an artist. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you have somebody next to you that's mm-hmm. guiding you, that's been in this world, been in that world for a minute. You know what I'm saying? And then but let's t- define studying. Mm. These people don't want to mm. pick up a book. Mm. Read, mm. you know, you want to watch a twenty-second mm. Instagram and think that you know everything. No, baby. I gotta be more prepared. I gotta have like my my sound effects and shit. I mean, <laughs> Where are your sound effects? Because I, I, I be we just talking, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But for the business uh, consultant, we gonna bring some sound effects. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to studying. Let's define studying as an artist. Yeah. Look at the people who have longevity and find out how they started it. Because Hammer can sell out a concert today, to this day. Mm-hmm. Now, people that came out, I can't name, I can't name one off the top of my head. Jesse Owens with that one song. Mm-hmm. He by can only get a wedding, you know, mm-hmm. every now and then. So you, you know, that's how is it that Hammer went bankrupt, came back. And still got money and can still sell out. What made him a hammer? What made Master? Because they've done tons of interviews. Mm-hmm. What made studying the industry, studying how they mm-hmm. diversify, watching their documentaries, don't mm-hmm. watch the opinion column of them, mm-hmm. see what they say out of their mouth, mm-hmm. watch the money. How did the money work? Why do bad boy artists? Flop after leaving Bad Boy. What kind of contract they had? That is important to know. And then people are now like, oh, ind- record labels, they don't. That is very true. Mm-hmm. But artists like, I think it's Trey Band, the one out of Houston. Mm-hmm. And what is the other one that's big out of Houston that's huge underground? I don't know. I forgot his name. He's like a rock rapper, um, he's huge. Yeah. Um, out of Houston, you want to know why they still can make money? They still make money because of the label they were surrounded with. Mm-hmm. Think about who they came out with: Scarface, you know, Underground, UGK. Study those type of people. Listen to the, what they say out of their mouth. Follow the money. Why do they still have money? Why can they still sell out? Why is Juvenile here every other week? Think about it. Juvenile here every every concert. Why? You need to understand the why in the business. Mm-hmm. Studying don't mean just watching a YouTube opinion on because people say anything. They have a right to say whatever they want to say. However, if this not coming out of the artist's mouth, be leery of that. Mm-hmm. Follow with, who they sign with first, and then they move to another. Why did they move from mm-hmm. this company to another company to owning their own stuff? Why did they do that? Mm-hmm. Gucci man. How is it that Gucci man, yeah, he gave money to his girl who flipped his money for him. But how is it that Gucci man comes out and makes a lot of money recycling music that he's already done? Mm -hmm. Masters. He owns his masters no matter who he raps on. He got a Grammy with a white group. He understood the money. He studied the money. Whether he agreed with his management uh, at all or whatever he was going through, Mm -hmm. he learned the industry because he studied it. He did go to college. Mm -hmm. Did he stay? No, because he wanted to be a dope boy. But 
he went to college. So stop watching YouTube and thinking that that's the end all be all. If the artist didn't say out of his mouth, it's probably an opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Find out their labels. <clears throat> Why, what, what, what went south on that label? Research. Yeah, you want to be an independent artist, but sometimes you need the funds. And then that means that when you negotiate, you do one album like J. Cole. I'm going to do one album. I'm not going to spend my money. I'm going to do tour. I'm going to keep my money. And then I'm going to buy my own label. Mm-hmm. And now you distribute. And I do. I handle this. Learn industry. That's, yeah. That's the that's studying. Yeah, that is. You know studying. what I'm saying? Reading the the, uh, the liner notes and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yes. The credits, the lyrics. Yeah. I mean, look, going and see who's a writer, what their real name I'm is. I'm telling you, I've been, I've been. It's public record. It is public record, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, it's public record. This is not a secret. You can't, and when you own copyrights and stuff like that, oh Lord, don't even get me started on copyrighting and trademarking. I could. That's a whole nother um, yeah. podcast. I could. We could talk mm-hmm. about. The, how much the copyright costs, friend? $65. $65. If you have an album, you know. You can do it as a catalog. Per song, or you can do a whole catalog. You could, $65, you can protect your whole entity. Yo, I, I, I learned that when, I learned that, like, making it a collection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I was like, damn, really? $65. Yeah. And well, then you ain't got to worry about nobody stealing nothing because you was like, uh, it's real simple. Yeah. Yeah. It's real simple. Hey, can you pull that down? You know, that's copywritten. Mm-hmm. And what right. do they have to do? They have to pull it down. Mm-hmm. Stop with the bullshit. And mm-hmm. let's and let's handle business. You know? Let's let's do business right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like my dad has patents. Okay. Patents last for 14 years. Okay. During that 14 years, in the whole entire world, they can't copy you. It's public information once it's released. Mm-hmm. Can't nobody touch it for 14 years. What do you do in 14 years? How do you maximize your funds? Mm. In 14 years, you got this design. Why you ain't patent it? You spend more on shoes. You could have paid for a patent. Yep. You could have paid for a trademark. Mm-hmm. Use that stimmy money. Okay. And and then well I laugh at people say oh you could have started LLC but if you don't even know to do the basic things how you gonna do an LLC right right so we got to do better and we can do better but we have to listen to the right folks well I think well and and this is just my personal story is I didn't start studying until I started believing in like believing okay, this is my path mm-hmm. and this is for me mm-hmm. and this is what I'm going to do. And, you know, it wasn't until then that I started studying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like this morning, I'm texting my writing partners, you know, a part of my studying, what, you know, what we do is we go to Spotify, look for references of songs and we say, okay, we're going to do this Lizzo song. Who who in, you know whatever the case may be, and so this morning they all in L.A. and Oregon, you know and shit, and I'm like, I know it's four o'clock in the morning there, but here's a link. <laughs> Let's work on it later, you know. I mean, but that's a part of studying is mm-hmm. like just listening to Spotify, catching catching songs, and just picking up on things like that. Even like I hit up a homeboy this morning. I said, hey, have you checked out the Netflix um, documentary, This Is Pop? 
I was like, it's so much music history in there. Mm-hmm. It's so much. Like, have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but I saw a clip of uh, T Pain. But I want to watch that, it. And that's when I when I text you and said this fucking word pioneer will it's gonna haunt me for the rest of my life. I just need to embrace it because they were like talking about the subject matter was pioneers mm-hmm. and how the first to do anything is always the most unappreciated. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I thought about you too, but I didn't want to send it to you because I was like, I don't want to. Trigger. Dig, trigger anything <laughs> <laughs> I was like I do not want to trigger him So I'm not going to say nothing But, but it's, imp- it's important to trailblaze Because And it's important to be a pioneer And to monetize your your pioneerness OG-ness um, <laughs> And turn it into consulting You want to sit down and talk let me, let me tell you something That's what I'm doing right now I taught in the school system for nine years The last four years um, I was a con- um, I worked for the city of Jacksonville in schools, and when I didn't like the way things were going, I resigned. They were like, "No, please stop, don't go." But you know what my friend did? She was my supervisor, turned friend. Mm-hmm. Called me and say, "Listen, it's failing without you. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to go get your LLC. Now I have an incorporation. She's, but she said, I want you to go get your consulting LLC. Friend, you said what? Go get your LLC." I'm gonna hire you, and the and the very money that they refused to give me, they paid me as a consultant because nobody ever done what I did before. But being that pioneer, become you become a consultant. Mm-hmm. You get to diversify your platform. Oh, you want to know what I know? Or do what I did? Or learn from my mistake? Let's monetize that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's fifty dollars an hour to sit with me. Show them how to turn this knob and do 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 do. Do whatever I don't know what the, what the hell y'all do, but you know, turn it into a consulting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You might not. The problem with before people didn't know how to flip. Yeah. The the, yeah. the change you it is unappreciated, but you can be appreciated because dollars make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't understand nothing else, I understand dollars. Right. Start turning that what they saying. Oh, okay, I'm an OG. Okay, it's gonna cost you. I'll sit down with you, but it's going to be $50 an hour, a minimum of three hours. Mm-hmm. And monetize what you know. That way you don't feel no resentment to, uh, toward them because you don't pay me my money. Good luck. God All bless. Right. Oh, right. you want to meet weekly? Okay, so let me put a package together for your weekly package. Right. <laughs> this is the OG package. This is the beginning. Right. <laughs> and, and you know, I mean, the pioneer and, package. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Put the, the packages together. The you pioneer want me to help package, you? dog. I mean, and you know what? And it's and I'm I'm glad you brought that up because it just hit me that that is what the fuck I'm doing right now. I have a pioneer package. And that is that is what Najem music is. It is all of my knowledge, Come everything that I have learned. At, at me. Everything that I have learned to serve mm-hmm. to be of service to artists and to studios. And I have for two, a fee. For, for a, a fee, fee, honey, not for free. I have I mean and and I have two meetings set up right now and I'm calling studios and saying, Hey, is what do you need and how can I be of service and that's one thing that I realized is even as an artist what I offer is a service mm-hmm. you know what when when that hit me and I'm not gonna say I've been living living in this thought life for years no I just started living this thought life motherfucking three months ago so it's like mm. when that hit like oh my 
knowledge, my abilities are of service to others, mm-hmm. and how can I monetize that mm-hmm. and turn that into something? And I'm working on my business plan right now for it. And I'm and it's like as I'm working on the business plan, I'm like, oh shit, this is oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I'ma stay I'ma stay in that thirty, sixty day, ninety you know but I but I see what it, where, can be. what it can be and where it is going to go. That's a good point. I will I will forever continue to tell people stop putting a five year plan in sixty days. That's why you're frustrated. That's why you're mm-hmm. depressed. Why? That's why you think people don't appreciate you <laughs> and they don't understand your music. No, it is a process. Yeah. Write down your thirty days, the three things you want to accomplish. Check those off. Because you feel a sense of success when you do small things. Mm-hmm. And those small things build up, like building a house. It's brick by brick. Do those small things, and you have a 60-day plan. So in 30 days, I'm going to do this. 60 days, I'm going to do six things. 90 days, I'm going to do nine things. Now you done got nine plus nine. You done did 18 things in in, in three months. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, from, I'm not telling you something I heard or something I read. I'm telling you, me personally. I knew about my surgery since April 30th. I'm having surgery tomorrow. I'll be out six to eight weeks. In that time frame, how many things I've accomplished? I'm trying to fulfill this last thing, event thing, before I go out and be, because I don't know how things are going to go. Accomplish this last thing. Those were my six weeks before surgery, what I wanted to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Business-wise, right. what I wanted to achieve so that I can relax because I've already set myself up. I already took my pictures for my promo. They already ready and cued. Mm-hmm. I done did. I did the makeup. <laughs> MJ Baker is a makeup artist as well. Diversification, yes. <laughs> Call um, me. <laughs> I um, already did my promo pictures. I already have my shirts printed out for the next two months. So I got my July promo and I got my August promo done. So while I'm in bed, I could just click send. Yeah. yeah. I'm not telling you something I heard. I'm telling you something that I do. Yeah. Straight up. I practice what I preach. So I really want artists, and you said you want them to learn and you want them to grow, but sometimes they don't respect it until they got to pay. Yeah. Because they're going to go to somebody else and they're going to make them pay. They're going to make them pay. They're going to make them pay. And then they're going to be like, all right, I'm going to give in. Mm -hmm. Let me go get that job at McDonald's that's giving that $200 bonus. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, listen, (laughs) the kangaroo giving a $500 bonus. I'm trying to tell you, they're giving truckers right now five grand up front to go get that CDL. What? Wow. To go get a CDL. So you talking about you can't go five to college. Grand. Giving them five grand. Now How you much does it cost to even get a CDL? Probably less than that. No, and they pay for you to go to school. Oh, shit. You, yeah. It's $8,500 to go to Roadmaster to learn. If you don't put that shit in the damn savings and. Listen, and but you're going to be on the road now for a good six months. But that's for that fine. Five grand. But you're going to be on the road. But the bonuses that they're giving out because they receive them loans, make them pay, man. Listen, resistance. That is how you get paid. That's how the boy. That's how they got the bus boycott work. Resistance, complaining about people not coming to work, but they got money. So what are they doing with those funds? Make them pay. Oh, it's a demand now. Pay me. How long was that? Uh, that boy, a bus boycott. Three hundred sixty-six days. Yep. Oh, you don't want to desegregate? We gonna walk. And what happened? They desegregated. Mm-hmm. Now we in the front of the bus. Mm-hmm. 
People want all the rights and none of the responsibility. So now that now that they have cut that unemployment, people still staying home. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow. No, no, they haven't cut. They cut the additional three hundred dollar bonus. Right, right, right. I mean, I'm that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the additional amount that people was getting. Yeah. I'm mm. negotiating everything. Hey, I got what you need, baby. But um, it's gonna cost you that iPhone and the five hundred dollars to get me to come to work. Shout out to kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, I, I just did a, I did a meeting with somebody and I told them, I said, oh, you know, funds low, but Aldi paying $16 an hour to stock. Yeah. I'm, F these kids, I'm about to be stocking for $16 an hour and keep running my business. They paying 16 to do stocking. Mm-hmm. And no problems. 18 hours, I mean, you do your little eight hours to go home. You ain't got to deal with running, talking to people. It's a lot of, it's a lot of part-time jobs out there. Yeah, slinking like mm-hmm. because like, they don't they don't took that money and now nobody's coming to work. So now you got to start giving up the goods. The top heavy, they good. They making money. CEOs, they got their money. They never felt the pandemic. Right. But I'm gonna come to work for ten dollars an hour and do all these slave hours and and fighting people over tissue. And you don't want to give me a living wage, right? Man, I'll stay home. <laughs> And be all right. I mean, at least halfway all right. You can get uh, uh, food stamps. Yeah. You can get all kinds of things when you're home because they fired you. You ain't quit. And I ride it out. <laughs> <laughs> but when you start offering $16, $17 an hour, I'm looking at your side eye like, what? What you said? <laughs> for me to do this for part time? Yeah. Mm. And then y'all businesses, listen, pay your taxes. If you get a part-time job, get all your taxes taken out your part-time job. That's a note to self. Yeah. Dreams need funds. A lot of reasons why y'all ain't successful is y'all don't pay y'all taxes, okay? Work that little part-time job. I get all 20% of that check go to IRS. That way, on your business side, you don't have to pay taxes. Hmm. Woo. It's 7.37. Oh, it is? Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's let's uh, wrap this thing up because uh, I'm uh, late for a very important meeting. Yes. I I, w- I will be explaining that because this is a Clear Visions podcast. So this is the, the podcast where I get personal and stuff. Like not not too personal, but you know, I I feel like what I what I'm going about to go through, I need to let my people know because I think my people will will be uh, glad. Mm-hmm. Not well, not glad, but just excited, and I, and hopefully this is uh, this will be influential to everybody else, especially with this conversation right here. This is a lot of business talk that we throwing on this table right here. So uh, hopefully you listen to it. Please go listen to the last episode because that thing was 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 a lot of gems too. So business consultant. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a title until I find something. Else. Let them let them let them know where they, where they can find you at. Where they can get them shirts. You can get them shirts. Get them okay. shirts. Get them shirts. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm self. You gotta have. You gotta speak to yourself. Be great in everything that you do. Mm. Don't settle for less. Sometimes you have to kick your own ass and say, "Listen, I need to be great. I'm living below my potential." Knock yourself upside the head and get it together. Don't be a slave to your past. Okay, you don't have to be victimized by your past. Greater is later, as they say. But at me, Mode Noir Inc. on Instagram, Mode Noir Inc. on Facebook. I'm mm-hmm. also on Twitter under my personal handle. If you will um, inbox me, I'll give you my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> 
that Twitter is like it's like people be like, I don't want nobody to know my Twitter, but I I let you know. Yeah. I let, I'm like that. I ain't realized Twitter was like this dark hole, and I've been on Twitter since like oh nine. Really? But people was like people like this. This is this is this is where it goes down on Twitter. This is my diary. That's why they say black Twitter is a. Ooh, don't let nothing happen. Yeah. When something happened, I don't go to NBC. It's, uh, yeah. I go straight up uh, Twitter. Yeah. Because you're going to get the informative shit mm-hmm. and you're going to get the the hilarious shit. Mm-hmm. And, and then right. people be pulling receipts. It's different from Instagram. We, how many characters you get on Twitter? Because they use all them characters it's to like do the backstory. 240. Oh, they yeah. say this is a thread. And then it starts and then you got another one under that. You got to read all of them. You're like, oh, yeah, this good. This good. Because yeah. you, go, you can go on the website and just type in. Cause you you can be like yeah he said it's back in 2012 yeah and type in 2012 and then you good so mm-hmm. yeah but anyway MJ let them know where you at don't drop the mic Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> I just uh okay y'all um MJ Baker at MJ Baker Music Facebook Instagram also if you are a studio owner or an artist that needs some assistance with writing vocal production vocal arrangements background vocals um or <laughs> collaborations on. co-writing all right, all right. um you can also follow at Najem N-A-G-E-M Music um on Instagram there's also a tab on the www.mj J. Baker Music website that explains what Najem Music does and who we are. You know, I'm asking Najem Music, the, the IG is not for entertainment, it's strictly for business and so that people can see and follow and know what I do, you know, what we're doing and different things like that. So um, no clowning, please. Thank you. Indeed, indeed. Listen, Share this with the people that you feel like need to hear this, okay? Artists, um, creators, influencers, whatever. Um, business consultant is is here, yeah. and I, I just love it, man. We're gonna have to like really build something off this, and um, sure. I appreciate you coming on the podcast as Thank always. You. Listen, Thank I you. can't wait to listen back I, to this. I only, I only, <laughs> I, I trusted that we could have a good conversation. Um, cause you you can't I well me I have trust issues but trusting what I have to say to a lot of platforms, um I just can't do. Mm-hmm. I, I I have a, I have trust issues and I felt like this is a good platform for us to have a conversation, um, f- uh, intellectual conversation, artistic conversation. And so I am grateful to be here. I'm coming more out, of, becoming more of myself. Yeah. In that regard. Okay. Um, I still like the anonymity. I still like the phantom view of myself. I will always be that way. It's not personal, but this is just who I am. Yeah. You know. And I appreciate you uh, thinking about us. You know what I'm saying? And and that light, because at the end of the day, I definitely want uh, the neighborhood to be that that safe space for certain situations. You know what I'm saying? So. I appreciate it. All right, y'all. Make sure y'all listen to it, subscribe, all that other great, all that other stuff. Y'all already know what time it is. In old Negro words of Wayne Peterson, to the top. Mr. Peterson's Neighborhood Clear Visions was thought of, produced, engineered, and recorded by me, Mr. LP at MPN Studios. The intro and outro music was produced by myself as well. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast that is available on all podcast platforms. Thank you to everyone who supports me. It's greatly appreciated. To the top, everyone.